So I, I said this, most of this was two years ago, people were considering that the vast majority of the people sitting here were not here two years ago, and it's something I've been thinking about, so I'm going to share with you again. Um, so, so you do a famous memra of Rishel Salanter. Rishel Salanter learned Adol Yoda is not a chiv, it's a p'tur, as he puts it. Which means, How long? Adol Yoda. Once you get there again, you're going to be summer for you again. So the result of that is that you end up being quite inebriated. Um, Sasamis also learns like that. So you still used to say that the uh, that the whole of hate is is, is rooted in the in meat of das. It's a das tevura. And a person comes in poor and he says, "I don't want das. I don't want to make chesbonus. I just want to see chesbonus naturally." So it's the beginning of the goof. He put it. You want to test your goof. So what would the natural instinct of a person be when he has no control? So what comes out when you have no control? The real essence of the person. One of the darling was there when we fell, got drunk on Purim, and he says, I'd be scared to get that drunk because I don't know what would come out. I'm not confident what would come out with would be something I'd be proud of. So I'd be scared to get drunk like that. Now, you saw Solanter was a going out there. He wasn't known as a going because uh, he, was, he was master himself. His original plan was to be a Mr. Bechlau. Like his Rebbe Zundel. And I think I mentioned to you once, once that uh, there's a safer we have from Rebbe Chatzkel, Levenstein, that we have a, there are his, a series of storm from him. But besides that series of storm, which is was like eight volumes, somebody else who was a Talmud of Rebbe Chatzkel was with Rebbe Chatzkel in Shanghai, put out Rebbe Chatzkel's Shmuzin on the Parsha from Shanghai. In the back, he has mice that Rebbe Chatzkel said. So one of the you know, short little pieces, some of them, he says, that one time said that Yisrael, his original plan to be a nister, so he realized, you want to be a nister, means you should look like an Amoritz, so he, would dress like a, he dressed like an Amoritz. But you have to learn, if you call the Sefer, you don't look like an Amoritz. So simple, he memorized all of Shas, Palpeh, Amorashi, Tarsus, etc. And he never was, had to be caught learning with a Sefer, because he didn't need a Sefer. He also trained himself to dive in a very quick, brief, emotionless, motionless davening, but containing all of his intensity of tefillah. And he would sit in the back, like, you know, the Balagola. So I remember when I first read it, you know, I, I, my reaction to that, just like a side issue, like, you know, if I know all the shots about Pe, I would want you to know about it. But I, I can't, it's a passage I should tell you. So you let it drop here and there, you know, like, you know. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess welcome, and you know, Heyman Bay is the third line from the bottom. You know, like you throw the lines out here and there, people pick up that you know something, you know. But he didn't want that. That wasn't what he wanted. The Maisi came to recognize that that's not his vote in the world, as well as what it's to be, Mefarsim, the Lehman on Musa, etc. But nobody, people, had the real idea of what a Goyne was. Chaim Brisker said that in the generation prior to his, to, to his generation, the, the three biggest garden were his father, the Beis Levi, Meryl Diskin, and Rizal Salanter. 
So if you read some of the stories about the Maral Diskin, what a guy he was, and you see that Rukhaim Rister put the Risosalanter in that group, you get an idea of who he was. And they say about the Maral Diskin, you know, he was, finally he, he moved to Yerushalayim from, from, from Europe. So the Gedal Yerushalayim came and asked him to say a, say a shir. So the Gedal Yerushalayim became Talmudian by, 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 by the Maral Diskin. So he said a shir about Baal Basa. Baal Basa Bezim Alpha is a very chosh of a toysis. Fikoch, Adi Sardis, and Muxik, etc. He said a shir on that toysis for six months. Six months, daily shir. I find this week for Stamina, Stamina, Erev Shabbos, that he gave off. Yishalayim, Minik, the king gave off Erev Shabbos, the Chalas of Shabbos. Five days a week for six months. Rodiskin will look at a building and tell you how many bricks there were in the building. You glance at the building and tell you, oh, there's 3,472 bricks here. How many leaves in a tree? So Salanta was in the same group as that. Okay? So, but nobody, he didn't, on Purim, he had no self control. So Talmudim would ask him everywhere in Kol Tarkula, because he had no self control. He would desire Gomorrah's, Medrish, Blacha, anything, because he wasn't hiding himself anymore. So he's lying on the floor, like totally drunk. You know, darshaning Zayers. You know, like this, you know. So that's the Maila Batman Lyada. I had a I had a Mashaila Maisa once, but I was I don't know, this is about twenty years, fifteen, twenty years ago. Real a real Ivan at himself. See, he was by the Suda in Yeshiva and he had a Shiloh, he's not a bench. He was he was he was a lot of bench. So he walked to my house to ask me if he's a lot of bench. He was drunk because he wasn't sure he was allowed to bend. So I spoke to him a little bit, and you know, he sounded fairly with it to me. So I said, You're kind of the bench. So he said, I started benching in my house. I said, I, I, said, I don't know, I meant to correct Yeshiva. But that was it, it was too late already. He was benching, and he was benching as with Kavana, Ramesh Kavaldik. He finishes the first bracha. Ripsonic says, and he started darshing about Ripsonic, and I was like, You know, so and so, stop, please, you know, you got a bench, you know. Uh, I think it was wrong, Sack. Um, <laughs> it was wrong, Sack, you know. I think he was talking about the benching. But his, his desire was to bench. He was drunk. But what do you do when you're drunk? You, you bench? You darshan? You talk about Like, that's what comes out. A bocher comes out, you know, poor him, he gets drunk. So what does he do? He goes over to his Rebbe, you know, he slobbers all over the Rebbe, you know, he's crying, and, you know, I want to so it tells that that went like this, you know, you go to a gift to this, that's how it used to go, pretty much straight. Um, you want a bracha? Learn Torah, that's it, you know. Rebaran Kullah, once somebody asked him for a bracha, he says, so it's the you should want to learn. That's the bracha. You'll learn, everything else is my right. Shiva Khan would give a bracha, you know. I, I, my, all my years in Tel's Shiva, like, you know, bracha, you know, they, Minik was the Olam got, got, uh, Mavusim, as, as they say. Uh, one bracha got wild. That got not, you know, like da- dangerous. But you see, Mamash, the Gavaldi, the, the chukah of a person coming out. So that's not so to understand. So the point of it is to allow you to connect into that. There's a bracha and, and, and Purim. He's a bracha still. He's a bracha. Maybe he's a Gemara already. He had a devout to learn with the Rashiva, Rashiva Chaim. 
but he's too, he was too shy and too embarrassed. And poor him, he got drunk. He went up to Shiro Chaim and he asked him for a Kavrusa Shavti. And Shiro Chaim says, yeah, come tomorrow morning and we'll start. Poor guy stumbled up. He said, I just asked Shiva for Kavrusa Shavti. So he says, Ellie, what do I do? I says, what do you mean, what do you do? Shiva told you to come tomorrow morning. You come tomorrow morning. You learn with it. Like, you know, like you leave me out of this, you know. Like, you know, but that, it came out his desire. He wanted to get a cashier. He was too shy to do it. But poor him, it came out that desire. So that's what comes out. A person, the, the God was standing next to his social answer saying, you know, I'm not sure what's going to come out. Taka shouldn't get drunk. If you're not confident what's going to come, drink, going to come out, it's not such a good idea to get to, uh, to lose control. But I want to talk about a different Nakura. Of Adol Yoda. Which, uh, you know, I haven't seen anybody else say this, but it, so the Kuda talks to me a little bit. Chavos talks about this strange idea of the different levels of Akar Satayv. He contrasts a fascinating story. There was an Adam Chosi, the tremendous person, big Baal Chesed, etc., who found a young man who was a baby that they, you know, they, nobody was taking care of, and he raised the child as, like his own. Everything gave the child a home, clothing, food, education, time with him. And obviously, the child had turned to the type to this person who was taking care of him. Fast forward years later, this, this uh, Balchesed was traveling and he found a person who was, got lost in the desert and he had no food, he had no water, and he was almost dying. And he had food and he had water and he gave it, he saved the person's life. And the person had tremendous occurrence of type. Saved his life. And the one time chesed that he did for that person, the reaction of occurrence of type was greater than the young man who he had done years and years worth of chesed. So, so you're trying to explain why. Why is that? This child had done years and years worth of chesed. He was makratayv, but this person's outpouring of occurrence of type was so much greater. So the Chavazama says, because the second person was a bardas already. He's understood. He understood life, what, the, what, the, what he received. And from that vantage point, they had a tremendous curse to The young child, when he was first getting it, and it was like a kiddish, and it, was, it wasn't under, it was just assumed and understood that that's going to happen. He wasn't a bardas to understand. By the time he got older, he's used to it. This is called, this is the way it's supposed to be. This is normal. So he had a curse. The obviously, it wasn't the same Madriga. He says, and the biggest challenge that we have in our, our curse of the Baruch is we're used to it. It happens all the time. It's Mamela. It's moving Mamela. The Russia's going to take care of us. That's, that's what he does. Life is expected, health is expected. When there's not health, we say, there's no health. But we assume we're going to be healthy. We assume we're going to have money. We assume we're going to have our needs. We assume that we're going to, we're going to have good relationships. We assume all these things. And if it doesn't go like that, we, 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 we notice it. But Kozman is going normal. We expect it. Because we come into it when we're not B'nai Das to think about it. And the time we come people who think about it, it's sort of assumed that that's the way it's going to be. That's what he writes. 
So when does a person get a car of to what he has? Well, he's about to lose it. person has good health. Everything's going for Hashem. And he, then he gets a... The doctor notices something on a scan. You know, when the doctor calls him in and his wife, and they sit and they talk about it and scan, you know, he gets very nervous. He says, you know, we have to send you some more tests. And they go for more tests. It's inconclusive. And, you know, and it could be this very, very serious type of illness, etc. Right? And all of a sudden, they, they, they do some more tests, so he has a clean bill of health. So from that moment where he thought it wasn't going to be, and now he realizes that it is, this tremendous feeling of, of thankfulness. From the moment that you're about to lose it, and you get it back again, then you feel it. I once saw an article in the Jewish Observer, Allah Shalom, from Ramathus Roberts, in Meshkiach, in, in uh, Michelle Gaptin's yeshiva in uh, Queens, Sharatara. Yeshiva's Grodna Sharatara, official title, right? And he suggested that's why people like doing certain daredevil type of things. Because you want to feel alive. And the best way to feel alive is when you, you face death in the face, then you feel alive. <coughs> so you go up to a high mountain a very steep road with a motorcycle, and you go down at 95 miles an hour around curves, and if you make one long move, you're going to die. You know, you can't go straight off, you know. So it's like, it feels kishmak. You climb a mountain, you know, you make one wrong move, and you fall down, you know, you can see the bodies down on the bottom, you know. It gives you awareness of life. That's what he suggested. I don't know whether to agree with that point, but the thought process. The first year I was here in Yeshiva, um, I had an experience like that. I was driving, uh, I was also teaching the 8th grade the first year I was here. They, they also had me teaching 8th grade in the morning. Uh, it was a very interesting year. So, um ask Jacob Goodman, he was in the 8th grade, 8th grade class. So, uh, we had a graduation trip. So, I'm driving in a 15-seater, I'm driving on the New Jersey Turnpike going north. I'm in the left lane, 18-seater. Myself, Yeshiva Dolbacher, and 13 boys. It's raining lightly. It's, you know, the road is a little bit you know, slick, slick etc. I'm doing about 75 miles an hour. A car in the right lane, a minivan in the right lane, goes into a skid. And it moves broadside right in front of me. Okay. Um, so the boys in the back are playing with their, you know, whatever they, what video games were in those days, and they're like, you know, like oblivious. The bucker next to me said Shema. And he said Shema. Like he thought it's all over. Um, instincts caught, you know, went in, Baruch Hashem. You hit the brake, it didn't have, didn't have ABS on the car. You hit the brake, it went to, went to slide also, and who knows what would have happened. I was able to go in the cur- on, on, on the, the shoulder around him, slow down. It's behind me. All of a sudden, the car is behind me. I'm going right there. Bershom took care of me. You know, I, my knees were like, like, like liquid at that point in time. You know, and the feeling of a car said, "Tell that I'm alive." It was an awesome feeling. I was almost dead. So all of a sudden, the feeling of just the basic fact that I'm alive 
money, not money, health, not health. I'm alive. There's nothing greater than being alive. It's very hard to have everything else when you're dead. Everything just starts with life. It's the tremendous matana who It's not a movement may love. It's people die every single day, whether natural death or illness, accidents, war. And I didn't. And I could have. And just that feeling of, of appreciating the fact that I'm alive. That's it. Simply the basic appreciation of the fact that I'm alive was overwhelming. Now imagine that not only it was my tummy, it was close to them, a person with that situation with his family. So the curse of time is not just for himself, it's for his family also. And not just his family, let's say his extended family, his grandparents, his parents, children, grandchildren, cousins, aunts, a big epic bus. We're all safe. And not only that, all of his rebellion, and everybody looks up to all in the same bus. Imagine that feeling of a curse of time that he had at that moment, just that we're alive. No kishpainus. That we deserve this, we don't deserve this. Just simply appreciating the fact that you're alive. Achashveres was Moloch Bekeeper. Means every place in the known world was under the power of Achashveres. All the Jews of the world lived under Achashveres. Everybody that was near and dear to me lived under Achashveres. He was an absolute monarch, which we don't know what that means. An absolute monarch. Once there's a Gareth Sedek in Israel whose father is a king in, in Africa with the power of absolute monarchy. I mean, he still has the power of life and that he can decide if somebody can live or die. He says, and the, the person's writing the, the article, this Gareth Sedek, but when people come into his father, intelligent people, they couldn't speak. They were so scared of saying something wrong in front of the king that they were, they, they were awestruck they became tongue-tied. That's what absolute monarch means. Total power, do whatever he wants. So living in a kingdom, every, every person that's near and dear to me is under this king who has absolute power, and he decrees that all the Jews should die. And you daven, and you come that day, and we live. So you sit and make a cheshman. Sins of such a bad goes, ah, I can make a cheshbonus. Why we're so happy? No cheshbonus. You don't need cheshbonus. The natural instinct of man is to be makritoyf. Once we get past the idea that it's muvan me'elah, that it's considered normal, it's expected, and we recognize that there's toyf there. We're makritoyf. We see the toyf. The natural instinct of man is to say thank you. Is to feel good about that to feel an overwhelming sense of gratitude for that reality without making cheshbonus. Since God was good to me, and he thought, oh, therefore, I, want, I don't need... Rabbi Rucham writes a fascinating thing. He says in the, in the, the Haggadah, he writes that the, the Iker and the Kut of the Void of the, of the Night of the Seder is Hakkar which is why we darsh in the Parsha Bikurim, he says. Which Rashi points out, that's the parsha of a karasatayv in, in the Torah. So the parsha bikurim is what's used as a vehicle to, for night of the seder, and we go through the makis, and we think about 
what the Barsham did. And we come to this paragraph before we say hala la fikha khanakh khayab ibn haydas hala la shabakh la fayr la rama la hada la barakh la alay la kalais la mi shasala ba sir balana khali sibala haylu hasan mi abdus khairis so he says, what is the word the me? To the, to the one who? Lamakim, you use the word Lamakim is used in Haggad a lot. Hashem Elokeinu, Kharish Boroku, Melech Malachim Lachim, the me, to the one, whoever, the me, the me. That's what you're supposed to say. Remember the thought of Shir Chadash, Hal Lukal, he's not saying Hal. He says, because the natural instinct of man is a curse of time. Well, you know, if it's Yaakov did it for me, I'm not concerned. If it's Beryl, I'm not concerned. No. Let me, I don't have to ask who. It's irrelevant to. To the one who did it. That's it, period. That's what Balagana is saying. Balagana, it's, it's a Mishnah. It's a Mishnah. So, let me, the natural instinct of man is to say thank you. It's to be Makatoyim. Is to feel gratitude, to appreciate what you have. The opposite of a karsa toiv is kaifer toiv, denying toiv, kafi toiv, covering it over. It's an act of denial. You have to actively deny toiv. You're mocked, you see it. I, I see it. No, 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 I deny it. Why? It's all my love. I'm supposed to get it. I'm supposed to get it. There's no, there's no toiv there. If, I'm so, if I pay for it, you know, like, you know, if I pay for it, that, that's not toiv, that's, that's I paid for it. If it's supposed to happen, it's, it's... But there's the moments where all of a sudden it's not moving my love anymore. Life is not moving my love. Life is a matana from the Kodesh Protocol. All of Kal Yisrael got life that moment. All because it got woke up to the fact that they got life at that moment. Everybody that's near and dear to me, all of a sudden I realized that I got all of them back. They were all about to be killed. The Nazi is standing over there to kill my whole family. And a lightning bolt comes out of heaven and we're all saved. Since it was nice to me, I'll be like, I don't have to do that. The natural instinct is to say thank you. That's Adela Yoda and Purim. Chavijim Surah Purim means you feel the curse at Tzayv. You feel the recognition of the nays. You feel the, 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 the enormity of what you've received to such a point that I don't need Das to figure this out. Because if I do, I didn't get it. If I do, I didn't really feel it. If I have to figure out why I owe a Kodesh Torah to Kodesh Baruch I'm not there. The Rashi says, What's the next step? When you feel that overwhelming feeling of a karsatayim to Kodesh Baruch you want to give back. You want to do something for that, that being who did that for you. you. You feel like you have to give something. You feel this connection, this love for that one who's been so nice to you. What can I do for Kodesh Baruch The only thing that I can do for him is, 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 is listen to his words. That's the only thing I can do. But how do you give it to Kodesh Baruch You give him, a, you send him the flowers. What do you do? You listen to his words. That's the only thing you can do. So Christ is a terming term avas and because of this overwhelming hargasha of lo yada. I don't need to figure this out. It's just obvious. 
We say in Nishmas, I spoke about this recently, that my mouth would be so big that I could say shirak like a yam. All of the waters of the world, three-fourths of the world is covered by water. That's how big my shira is. My tongue has the ability to speak like the, 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 the waves, the sound of the waves. You go down to the, to, to the ocean, you listen to the waves, the power of the waves. That's the power of my ability to speak. I could fly like the birds. I could speak Right? So it's somewhere, somewhere, in the, somewhere in the area of a quintillion. So Russian does a quintillion chutzadim for us. Right? And any one of them is so big that I would need to be bigger than the Bria to say thank you to Kaddish Baruch Hu. I, I'm embarrassed to say that till every single week because I have no shaykhs to that statement. I, uh, the person that's, is saying this is supposed to be feeling this, right? Baruch Hu, you should know that and this is what I feel. I feel that I have no ability to say thank you to you. I'm not sure what you've done for me. But on my side, I don't have that, so I use my mouth and my, my, my I use my mouth and my glo- my tongue, etc. But I'm starting from the feeling I, I wish I could be like that because that's really how I feel. I wish I could express myself like that. Now, this nishmas is 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 Berachos Hashir. It's a nusach from Chazal. Obviously, Chazal wrote it. They felt like that. I should have a cautious of time on that, you know. That, okay, so, like, where do you define the, the Hatoibas? Right? So, uh, you go to hospital is a very good way to be, to be Makratoib a little bit. And so, this person is, he can't relieve himself. The urine shat is not functioning, so he has to have dialysis. My, my kidneys work, Berkashim. But only that, they explained to me that, you know, the, that for the thing for it to work, there's about 2,000 different processes which have to, to, to function together to make it work. So each one of those I'm not going to tell you for. Because that's like, right? There's a trillion cells in my body, and each one of those cells functions, and they wouldn't function. If some of them start dysfunctioning, I'm in very big danger. Look at the streets, the, the traffic lights. I mean, traffic lights. We'll be with you without traffic lights. Without the engineers who make the traffic lights, without the teachers who teach them how they What about the roads? What about the, 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 the asphalt? I mean, you can start making cheshbonus. You can talk to make cheshbonus. But we have to make cheshbonus. But the, I'm coming at Shabbos morning and saying, you know, I, I, feel, I feel so minuscule and so worthless and so overwhelmed by every moment of your chesed. I feel all trillion of my cells. Thank you for each cell. And that's right now. Cell number one, thank you. Cell number two, thank you. And then in the cell, there's, there's, there's the DNA and there's the RNA. And the, I, I, you know, it, one cell should take me about four years to be thank you. I go, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not feeling that. 
I'm not holding anywhere near those words, and I say it every, at, least, at least once a week. You're not going to skip it, because that's one of the things, you, you, you know, bottom line, is it's Borg Shomer, Ashrei, Birchus Ashir, and Yishtabah. So I got to say it. I don't feel like, Bershom, I, I'm so over, inadequate to saying thank you. I feel pretty good to saying thank you, you know. I'm not so overwhelmed by how much Chesed the Bershom did for me. I wish I was. So we need Das to do this. We need the stuff of the Spider to do this. We need to figure something out and think a little bit what it means that we're functioning. What it means that the brush the son of a border, what would be without them? What's not moving the A love? What would it look like? Why am I better than the guy in the bed over there? Why am I better than the, the, the person who doesn't have a job? And I have a house roof over my head. When I see a homeless person, I should have a curse the time that I have a roof over my head. You know, it's cold, it's rainy. Biting, it's boiling, freezing, cold, hot. And I, I, I have a roof over my head. I have a job which allows me to have a roof over my head. I have people who care about me. The guy's all by himself. He stands there with the sign, people make fun of him. What type of life is that? And I'm personally, I have a normal life. I have health. We don't walk around thinking like that. There's one day a year that the Russian says, stop. So the Purim is like Yom Kippur. Because this is really Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is the Matana of Chaim. And the reaction of, of Rosh Hashanah should be that we should be out of our Kalim from the Matana of Chaim. But we can't feel that because we're worried about the Din. The Amos of Din prevents us from feeling that. That's what Yom Kippur is. It's the Chesimah Sadin. And we're pushed at receiving life. And we should be out of our minds what it means to get life. We should push it, we should be the shikras of Yom Kippur just in the Chayim to make Purim look like it's a, it's a boring day. But it's Yom Kippur. It's also Pacha the Din. So this is, I'm, going to give you, I'm going to give you another day to appreciate life. What it means, the Matan of Chayim. That's the Yom Kippurim. Right? Purim is that day where you push and appreciate life. Everything that we have, every single marshal that we have, every, my toenail, my fingernail, every single part of my being, the, my life, the way I live, the intelligence, every else thing. Bersham, it's yours. I love you. That's what you want to come out and should come out and pour. That's the Abdullah Yoda. I, I should get to the point where it's, it's natural. It's instinctive. It's a course of toy, which is Lumi, just automatic, without any shikla Torah. That's you know, but we don't can't do that. So we should be misbehaving before Purim. Think how much the Kodesh was taking care of Kaiso through, through all the generations. Everyone who's near and dear to me, life, Chesed, Torah, taking care of us, giving us a drug, giving a purpose of life, giving us an Olam Hapag, everything, and all of that should pour out of our being, every part of our our body and our minds and our every fiber of our being. On Purim, Hashem, we love you. Thank you so much for what you've done for us. That's our goal to start being making Bez Hashem. We have two weeks. Shashikalachanatapur.